welcome everybody and God bless. I just wanted to come on for a moment and give you my thought of the day. I woke up this morning and I began to ponder on my life, my faith, and my walk with God. And it began to dawn on me that so much of what we as believers have been doing in this thing called life has been twisted in so many ways. We've been brought up and taught Christianity. We've been taught how to go to church, taught how to serve in the house of the Lord, taught what it means to have faith. But I find now in my walk as a disciple of Christ and a follower of his blueprint, I find that a lot of what we were taught was in all actuality religion and not kingdom. See, religion is actually a subservient system to another kingdom, a lesser kingdom. But as a disciple of Christ, as a believer of God, and a follower of Yeshua, I find in Romans 4 and 17, it gives me a definition of what it means to truly be one after God's own heart and one truly representing his kingdom. When you look at Romans 4 and 17, it says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. In other words, it's not material things. It's not your house, your car, your six-figure job. You know, those things that make us feel that we have stature and status and that we've arrived. No, the kingdom of God is none of those things. But instead, the kingdom of God is righteousness. It's peace. And it's joy in the Holy Spirit. So when I compare my new understanding, now understanding of what the kingdom of God is, and I compare it to my past understanding of Christianity, what I understand is that I was taught a system to a lesser kingdom but I was not imparted the wisdom or the understanding of
of the kingdom of God. See, once again, I want us to understand how we've been representing another kingdom. See, if you study, you'll see that there's at least three kingdoms. There is the kingdom of God, which is the number one sovereign sovereign kingdom, all-powerful, all-great. There's none greater. So when we look at that kingdom, it's the kingdom of God, the king who is Lord of lords, king of kings. He is the ruler of heaven and earth. He is the one that sits on the throne. He Sovereign means he is... He has all authority. There's none greater. And then you look at some other kingdoms. There's the kingdoms of this world. And then there's the kingdom of darkness. And so in my reflection, I began to think on whether or not I was actually representing the kingdom of God or should I say which kingdom I was representing ask yourself which kingdom have you been representing see because if we were representing the kingdom of God we would see righteousness See, righteousness is right standing according to God's principles. So if we are not seen through ourselves, through our, through our body, through, through our actions, if we are not seeing righteousness, right standing according to the principles of God, that we're not living according to the kingdom of God. It's another kingdom. Come on. If we, if we don't have peace, you know, not the peace that you can find within yourself, no. The peace that is not predicated on your thinking or our thinking or our understanding but it's that peace that surpasses all of our intellectual ability and brings us to a place within him that's that's the father brings us to a place within the father that no man could ever give us it's that peace that peace that we couldn't obtain on our own it had to come from the father if we don't have that peace then we are not living according to his kingdom we're submitting to another kingdom if we don't have the joy which only can be found in the Holy Spirit. That that joy that 
even in the midst of adversity, we find our strength. We find an ability within the Holy Spirit to even when we are weak and we're ready to give up, we find our strength and our joy in the Holy Spirit to keep pushing, to keep pressing. If we don't have that kind of peace, then we really are not living according to the kingdom, the kingdom of God. It's another kingdom. You know, I began to, to, to think on Christ. Because though we've related ourselves to being Christian, which in all actuality is another form, as I said, of religion that was established by man, but not established by God. But if we call ourselves disciples, believers of Christ, followers of Christ, then we have to do as Christ did. Christ came as a blueprint. Yes, he came to be the lamb that was slain. He came to shed his blood. He came to be the payment or the propitiation for the sins of mankind so that we too can return back to the Father from whence we came. But he also came to be the blueprint of the kingdom. He came so that we would know what it meant to be a kingdom citizen. That we would know what it meant to have kingdom principles and kingdom character and kingdom morals. What it meant to represent the king who is the ruler of all heaven and all earth, the Lord of lords. Jesus came so that there will be no question on how we as kingdom citizens, ambassadors of the kingdom, which means we're aliens to this world. We don't belong here, but we represent the place that we, we are from, which is the kingdom of God. If we are who we claim to be, then we should be like Christ who came for the, as the blueprint for every kingdom citizen in this earth. And if you look in Luke 4 and 43, it says, Jesus said, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also. He said, because of this purpose, for this reason, 
I have been sent. Now this is Christ talking. He said, I was sent here to preach the kingdom. I was sent here as an example of the kingdom. Look, how did Jesus preach the kingdom? He preached the kingdom with his life. He represented the kingdom with everything within himself. Every word that he spoke was kingdom. Every principle that he poured into his disciples was kingdom. Every example that he portrayed of his life was kingdom. He, he, he exemplified the kingdom authority, kingdom power, kingdom dominion. He exemplified kingdom prosperity, kingdom righteousness, kingdom peace, kingdom love, and kingdom joy. Christ was the blueprint. So if we claim to be followers of Christ or even greater disciples of him, disciples mean that we determine within ourselves to to, to, to to live as he lived, to do as he did. So if we claim to be disciples of Christ, then we must do as Christ did. We must preach the kingdom just as he preached the kingdom with his life. We must preach the kingdom with our life. When another kingdom sees us, they should see the kingdom of God. They should see the kingdom that we represent. The Bible says that you will know them by their fruit. They should see the fruit of the kingdom. They should see the character of the king. Any other example that is portrayed from us, the citizens of the kingdom, the disciples of Christ, any other example that is portrayed is an example of a lesser kingdom. We were sent here we were created to be kingdom citizens and to come to this earth, the kingdoms of this earth, the kingdoms of this world, and establish the kingdom of God. When the people see us, they should see God. When the world looks to us, they should see the kingdom. We must represent the king and all of his righteousness. In all that we do, we must seek first the kingdom of God, 
not of this world. We're not seeking the kingdoms of this world or the kingdom of darkness. No, we must seek the kingdom. Why? Because when we seek the kingdom, we seek the will of the king. The one who sits on the throne. Our father in heaven. The one that we represent through our whole being. We got to learn how to not just talk a good talk without walking that great walk. We got to learn how to live the kingdom of God. How to be the kingdom of God. You know, when you look at the definition of be in your dictionary, look it up. The definition of be literally says identity. So we got to learn how to become the kingdom of God. That must be our very identity. That must be our very existence. It must, be, it must become our whole being. So when this world, this dark world, that is looking for light, looks to us, they will see the light of the king because we will be representing him and his kingdom people of God the kingdom must become our life it must become every part of our existence every word that we speak out of our mouth every every thought that we think every move that we make it, it must all be exemplary of the kingdom of God we represent the king and his righteousness there's no other way to establish the kingdom of God in the earth without first establishing it in us. There is no other way to be a representation of the kingdom of God without representing the king. We must live righteously we must live holy. We must live in peace, in love, and in joy. We got to be the kingdom, y'all, and represent the king. I hope and pray that this thought of the day has blessed your life. And I hope you'll join me again next time but until then I pray that God will continue to bless you continue to draw you 
and continue to show you all that he is and all that it means for us to be the kingdom. God bless you all. Until next time, let's keep pushing. Amen.